Hello and welcome to Truly German, the new podcast from allthingsgerman.net and ponsiumsprachschule.de, Folge 2. Hello. We're back. We're back for a second one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it better this time. Okay. More smoothly. All right, we'll try. We'll try. We've changed it a little bit. I've changed the game a little bit. Okay. Okay, to your benefit, I suspect. Oh, gosh, but, uh, I hope you have easier questions. Yeah. I think last time I got one and a half right. No, yeah. one or something else. Yeah. You've got one right, actually. Yeah, one right. I mean, technically one. So yeah. I was able to avoid ordering a T-shirt in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Put that off into a later date. Um, but we're going to look at the news. Uh, okay, so new listeners. Mm-hmm. We've got... Generally, about three news topics that we're going to talk about from Germany in the past week. And we've got a little game in the middle as well, which I'll explain when we get to it. And the news topics can be national, local, serious, funny, anything. Mm-hmm. No, probably a mixture, usually. Okay. Um, and the first news topic, you can almost guess what it's going to be this week. I've got this nice big picture here. Oh, yeah, Michael Schumacher, or Michael Schumacher, yeah. I, yeah, I saw his picture a couple of times on the internet news. <laughs> yeah, and he's been trying to get back into Formula One, mm-hmm. racing. So he's going to have his big comeback. Right. And, well, he's not. He's said he's not going to. That was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He's announced, no, he'll come back. I can't stand the... Pain in the neck and all sorts of. You know. I thought he had an accident. I thought I read something yeah, he had, had a fracture skull. He had, skull a, had or an something. accident. I think it was earlier in the year, and these were the results of this accident. He, you know, was pains of driving the car again. Oh, I thought that just happened during a practice run. Yeah, yeah, but earlier in this year, not just happened. Oh, okay. I right. think that was that was earlier. Um, oh, see, I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. Yeah, I have to look into that. But yes, so, so, so this week he announced. Mm-hmm. No more Formula One racing for him. I think that's a good decision. <laughs> I think once you're out of it, you should stay out of I it and, and, and leave it as a winner, you know? I mean. Yeah, I was sort of like, does he really want to come back? No, Wasn't he going to take somebody's place? Uh, he was going to fill in for some other guy who had this bad accident? There was, there was all sorts of discussions of which, whose, whose shoes he's going to fill or who's going to have to make space for him in the team and all sorts right, of stuff. Right. So I suspect there's a couple of drivers out there who are actually not that sad about it but mm. they uh, don't have to make way for him but uh, yeah I think there was, uh, there was a lot of hype going on about his comeback all of a sudden it was very strange because I hadn't heard much about it right. and the last couple of weeks has been the hype of his training he's coming mm. next season mm. all of a sudden he's not coming yeah I think he was uh, I think the race was supposed to, or is taking place on August 23rd or something and well I just saw some dates. Yeah, yeah, that's the it- it- Italian, I think, Grand, Grand Prix on mm. the 23rd oh. of August, is correct. Oh, ah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's better if he stays out. Do you know where his um, doctor is? Do I know where his yeah. doctor is? We'd almost make a quiz out of this bit as well. I guess wherever he's living. Um, no! Do you know where he lives? Well, I don't know, actually. Oh, so hang on. Maybe Switzerland or Southern France? No, no, because I mean, he's got his go-kart track. Yeah. You've been past Michael Schumacher's go-kart track? No, I have It's on the A4 between Cologne and Aachen. So we okay. drive past it on the way to England every year. All right. <laughs> and um, but his art uh, is art. <laughs> oh, his doctor. Right. This, this is what happens when you record German-English podcasts. <laughs> his doctor is in Bad Nauheim. 
Really? A mm-hmm. local, I mean, well, one could call it a local, local yeah. a sort of local doctor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. And he's been looking at him and said, you know, his body can't take it. It's mm-hmm. the sort of explanation. I guess once you've been out of it, I guess... I mean, this is not like, you know, quite like riding a bike and you get back on it and you know how to ride it. Mm. No, I think... You're driving the car and you get back in the car and you drive. No, but that's racing. That's very different, I think. No, I mean, all that adrenaline and... Oh, no, no way. So, what do you think his wife thinks? His wife is probably very happy. <laughs> if, if they have a good marriage, she's probably happy. Mm-hmm. If they have a bad marriage, then mm, she sees a widower pension going out the window. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> she, she seems her birthday the other day. She was in Italy. Oh, yeah. So the birthday or the wedding anniversary. Something they had and they celebrated in Italy uh-huh. at the circuit. But, yeah, so his, his doctor's local to us. And mm-hmm. Mm. Like I say, I drive past the go-kart track once a year at least. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, twice a year I have to come back again. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a round trip. It's a round trip. And or a goes return, as you say in British English. A return trip. <coughs> yeah. A return journey. Oh, okay. If you're going to be return. Mm. Hmm? So, what's the other big topic this week, do you think? Uh, I Are you heard that what's going on? Ulla Schmidt, uh, I, I saw that in the Bild Zeitung, you know, our paper, that now she's willing to uh, lay open all her expenses. Oh, I wonder where she got that idea from. Uh, you, know, you know the British MPs had all their expenses opened up. No, I don't know about that. There was such a big kerfuffle about what they were spending their allowances on that they published... House of Commons published all these expenses for the past sort of three years. Admittedly, there's some stuff blocked out. So if they got like the phone, the oh phone bill, they they blacked oh out the numbers and things. But you could see how much each of them was spending on their gardens and on their moats and duck houses and things like that. Yeah, but they only have to do that until the year 2012, and by then a new law will take place where they don't have to show it anymore or something. I read no. about that. Ah, oh, no, there's. Oh, maybe there was, but there was something. It's a bit different. It's a bit mm. different. It's that they want to do new laws, but they want to change it, what they're allowed to have expenses on, and all this mm. sort of stuff. But um, yeah, that's sort of a case of the the freedom. There's a thing called the Freedom of Information Act, mm-hmm. where the journalists can go and say, "We'd like to know how much that was," mm. sort of thing. And they um, apparently there were so many requests they were fighting off in the courts. So there were so many requests to get access to this information in a very small form. Mm-hmm. How much is each person spending on their second home? I think it was. This is what the, the, the British yeah. nationals uh, ask for. Like we want to know what the government well, the, is spending. Not the, not the British national. That's a party. That's a, we don't want. We, oh, won't, we, won't, we won't go there. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, um, like British citizens. Uh, who asks for that? Yeah, the, yeah. No, the journalists. The journalists uh, were saying journalists, we want to know okay. how much. How much are people spending? Of taxpayers' okay. money okay. living in, a, say, a second flat in mm-hmm. London and things like this. And uh, the this went to various levels of court, I think, and um, they were fighting this off. The MPs were fighting this off, saying we don't want to have to say, you know, open this. Mm-hmm. And they basically got told, well, no, not only do you have to show that, but you're going to have to open up all your expenses to be scrutinised. But, you know, when you say MPs, I think of... Milita- Mem- milita- members of Parliament. See, I think of military personnel, because the, the MPs in American English are the American police, uh, the American military police. I'm yeah, sorry. So M- sorry. MPs. MP, Member okay. of Parliament. You have MEP. Thanks for clarifying that. Member of the European <laughs> Parliament. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So all these MPs have had to open up their expenses. And it was interesting to actually go through their expenses. I've been to a couple, you know, in my local area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and looked at what they've been spending their money on, you know, where they put their advertising. And it was very interesting to see, as an IT person, what sort of printer cartridges they buy. So I was working out how many printers they must have in their office based on the different types of cartridges. Because in the space of one year, I found one was, I think, got about seven different printer types he must have bought cartridges for. So I'm like, you know, how many people, how many printers do you need? Hmm. I found one that got about four, and I was working out, well, that one's for the photocopier, one's for the laser printer, one for the inkjet. You know, know, seven printers. Yeah. Why? This is in one person office, you know, maybe with a secretary. Right, yeah, usually one person gets up and walks with a common printer, you know. Well, maybe they've got, you know, they've got one each, I think, but in the facts, yeah. but, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, Ulla Schmidt was in the news as well with her car again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the parties have started the election campaign. Oh, that's around the corner, because yeah. Because they've got, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, five weeks, I think it is. Mm-hmm. When's the oh no, it's six weeks, the end of September. When's the election? It's it's the end of September. It's going to be on a Sunday. That's yeah, all I know. I forgot. It's the twentieth, twenty seventh, something like that. I think it's. I mean, my feeling tells me it's the twenty seventh. <coughs> but I could. Okay. Be wrong. <laughs> um. Bundestagswahl. We'll soon know that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so they started doing their um election campaigns I'm just going to have a quick look and see when this may be uh, 27th of September it is this mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. yeah so they started their campaigns they've got you know, about you know, seven weeks left mm-hmm. to go and all sorts of things in the campaigns going on did you see Horst Schlemmer's campaign oh yeah but what is all that about I mean he's making a movie or he's, he's actually campaigning well, he's got, he's got some film or something yeah, he's, he, where he campaigns to be uh, Bundeskanzler. Can, can anybody, uh, anybody could do that? Yeah, I mean, basically, you, theoretically, could part, you could I could. ground your own party, you could start up your own party. And yeah, because I read that and I thought, oh, that must be a new movie or something, because I never thought of somebody actually, you know, having the, not the goal, but just having the fun of life to do that. Well, yeah, but I think, yeah, why not? Horstrom is a fun person. Yeah. You know who he is? Of course, that's... Have you seen Horst Lemmy? You know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, the assistant editor of the Graven Voyager Tigers Blood. I think I know what you're talking about, maybe. Yeah. Let me have another sip of Break, wine. you know, coat, barely fits. Yeah, I think I know what yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? And he's, you know, campaigning to be Bundes mm-hmm. <laughs> Councillor. And on the 13th of September, apparently, there's going to be a t- sort of television duel between um, Angela Merkel and Frank Walter Steinmeier mm-hmm. for the SPD. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's going to be on from half past eight to ten o'clock. Wait for it. It's going to be shown on ARD, ZDF, RTL. And sat one. Mm-hmm. Why are four channels showing it all at the same time? Yeah. Why block four channels? They've got going to ha- better to show on that. They're going thing. to have four different people asking the questions, one per channel, and then there'll be different guests on different channels discussing the answers. Mm-hmm. 
But they're all, it's all at the same time. There's only been one, one show, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's not like, you know, with, uh, with um, Obama and, mm-hmm. and, and... McKean. That's his name. Uh, <laughs> having sort of three different ones and seeing who's after the first one and what's, right. who gets stronger for the second one. They just oh, do yeah. it once. Yeah. But they're going to block four television channels to do it. Hmm. Well, maybe that's a German way, you know? I've never heard that. No, I don't it's, it's like in England when you have the World Cup final and, and the two main channels both show it because mm-hmm. they they sort of split all the games up to there and then they both show the final and you know. Yeah, I know. It's and people who don't like football, like when we used to have only three channels in England, you know, mm. like two showing the same games. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, and on the third one, opera or something. <laughs> um, so you gonna watch it? No. <laughs> Are you gonna vote? No. Oh. And I think I've said that before. You might have said that before in a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I always admit I'm a bad German. I just don't know who to vote for. And uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm the minority. I'm glad most people are not like me. So You could, you know? you could apply to be Wahlhelfer. Yeah, I could do that too. But and You could sit there all day and talk to the people. Yeah, what would I get out of that? I think you get a sort of small amount. I've forgotten how much this sort of thirty euros or something for if you have food and drink for the day. Or no, I'm working on that day anyway. It's Sunday. Yeah. You're working on the Sunday, okay? You like me? Yeah. 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 yeah so, uh, and I enjoy what I do better than, I guess, sitting there and helping people vote. Hmm. Especially from a person who doesn't vote herself. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of, yeah. On the other hand, you could have a whole day's worth of Mr. Hoarder's jokes. That's true, too, yeah. I could have his company. That would be worth <laughs> it, yeah. But I think, yeah. <laughs> I choose my battles. <laughs> okay. Now, you said at the beginning we got a little game. Mm-hmm. Oh, get, yeah, I'm so thrilled. T- you might get your T-shirt this week. Oh, gosh, if no. I ever, if I ever make any. Um... We've got three news stories. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the news story. It's up to you to guess in which Bundesland this news story is taking place. Mm-hmm. But unlike last week, where you had the choice of 16, mm-hmm. I'll give you the choice of three. Oh, that's very kind of you. But okay. <laughs> Let's see how I do it. Let's start off with this one. The historic castle of Runeburg am Weissensee. Yeah? Go on. Um, it's got a tower. And it's sort of, um, how shall I say, had the Pisa effect for a few years. It had what kind of effect? The Pisa effect. It started moving. Oh, Pisa. Oh, Pisa. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Okay. Now, this is going to be, um, Germans will say saniert. Mm-hmm. So sort of re- Restor- restored. No. Yeah, restored. Yeah, sort of restored. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Renovated, restored. Probably yeah. a bit mm-hmm. and things. And um, it used to be one of the um, most important castles in this part of the country that we're talking about. It's going to cost 1.6 million euros to mm-hmm. get this tower back into shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to take several years, and with then be a museum and all sorts of things mm-hmm. built in it. The question... I'll show you a picture, actually, so you, I'll just make sure I don't, I don't show yeah. too much. Right. Uh, there's the picture of the castle. Okay, that could be any of the you know, thousand yeah. castles that we have in Germany. So the question is, is this castle in Hessen? Is it in Thüringen? Or is it in Sachsen-Anhalt? Uh, Saxony-Anhalt. Oh, I'll stick with German names. 
Okay, when it comes time to restoring, I would tend to think it's one of the new states. Uh-huh. But then again, but did you... one? Yeah, did you say... But and also, I mean, did, you, you said you said Runeburg, not Ronneburg, right? Runeburg. R-U-N-N-E-B-U-R-G. Yeah, because we have the Ronneburg in, in here. Weissensee. I mean. Weissensee. Mm-hmm. Weissen, Weissen, Weissen. Do we have a Weisse River or something like that? Weissensee. Thüringen would be... Mm, I've been to Thüringen, but uh, that doesn't really mean much. You said the third one was Sachsen-Anhalt. Nice, nice wine this week again, but... Okay, Hessen, Thüringen, Sachsen-Anhalt. I'll, I'll go for Sachsen-Anhalt. You would be wrong. Okay, Thüringen. Correct. Okay, well... Okay. All right. First one there. Mm-hmm. Let's kill the other two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need this one to keep in the game. So... But, um, to make it a little easier, might <laughs> <laughs> be able to work out where this is, or maybe not. Um, so, the German customs mm-hmm. confiscated this week 360 lollies. What would they do that for? They came by post from the USA yeah. and contain a South African plant called. Hudir Godoni. Oh, sounds interesting. Yeah. Now, apparently this plant, when you sort of ground it up and put it into a lolly, <laughs> oh. it, it, stops you, um, it, it, it stops you being hungry. Okay, so, so it's like a diet plant. It's sort of like a diet, diet lolly. Which is yeah, right. you, lock, you suck the lolly and... And, and you, you don't and have any hunger, yeah. You're not hungry anymore. Okay. So, but how do they yeah, figure that one out? It's not just a regular lolly. That's well, that's the, that yeah. is the question, but... Um, the question is, which part of the German customs took over these 360 lobbies from the states? Was it in Saarland? Was it in Rheinland-Pfalz? Or was it in Baden-Württemberg? You mean, they have come in by plane, right? By post. By, uh, by post, okay. So the post where they come in by post, and the post office, uh, you know, customs officials. Are mm-hmm. Hmm. Saarland, Baden-Württemberg, or Rheinland-Pfalz, or to translate Rheinland-Palatinate. I would say Rheinland-Pfalz is close to uh, Holland, where they probably have more to do with, you know, drugs. <laughs> traffic or something. I, I'm just, you know, learning things out. <laughs> so, I would say it's that state, the, what I mentioned. Rheinland-Pfalz. And I'm probably wrong, but that's okay. It was Saarland. You thought? Ah, because you almost sound like Günther Jauch now. Um, I stick to what I said first. Rheinland-Pfalz. You are wrong. Okay. Which state? Baden-Württemberg. Really? Yeah. The town is called Arlen. I don't know if you knew where Arlen was. No. No. But, uh, yeah, so the Arlen's, Arlen's customs officials found these 360 lollies with this, with this plant sort of extracting them. And oh, gosh, that's something. And they've confiscated them because they... Um, to import such items with these uh, plant extracts, you need a 
license. Mm-hmm. Med- some medical license? Didn't have. Something, hmm? yeah, some kind of medical license? No, no I don't know. That's, uh-huh. that's, my, well, that's, that's out of my league now. Yeah, that's but, a different um, area. The idea of a lolly that you should know, you know breakfast that stops you being hungry for the day. <laughs> yeah, well, sounds okay for some people, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd rather eat. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> and finally, mm-hmm. although I'm afraid you're too down, so I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll continue we'll trying again in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Um, ARD and ZDF are going to start broadcasting in high-definition television, HDTV. Oh, yeah. This is a term that fascinates me, because when the first PAL system was introduced that we use now, um, with 405 lines in um, the late 1930s, I can remember the announcer saying this is high-definition television from Alexander Palace in London. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, that was high-definition, those days, right. and now we're doing HDTV because it's even higher definition. Mm-hmm. Has tw- uh, television set has, well, in Germany, has 625 lines. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, in the high definition, has 1280, so it should be a much clearer you know, picture. picture. Yeah, right. They're going to start broadcasting this for the World um, Athletics Championships, mm-hmm. taking place in Germany starting on this Saturday, the 15th of August. Oh, really? What, two channels? ARD and... ZDF. Oh, really? Those two are going to have a different digital broadcast? They're going to start... I mean, they're going to start... One. Yeah, they're going to start broadcasting. Oh. For, so you can't, you know, you can't normally use your, tele- your video recorder because there's different signals, all sorts of things. Ah, yeah, Very okay. complicated, but if you've got a television that's called HD ready, mm-hmm. and you've got the signal coming in through cable or whatever... You need to have an updated television too. Ours is like... Yes, uh, you, need a, you need a television that can cope with the signal. Ours is 19 years old. Yes, so I can't see that oh, being okay. HD ready. Um, the question is, of course, where in Germany... Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh is the World Athletics Championships taking place. Is it in Berlin? Is it in Hamburg? Or is it in Bremen? Thereby keeping in the theme of three states. Berlin. Final answer? Final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I just followed my intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sometimes the best, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you've got another three again. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a repeat offender. <laughs> we're welcome. We're still in Berlin now. Because, um, have you heard of the new U-Bahn line in Berlin? Uh, maybe if you help me along with a bit more information, I, I might. A bit of history. A long time ago... Mm-hmm. About 20 years ago... Oh, I remember. We had a chance, <laughs> we had a chance that was Helmut Kohl. Yeah. And he said, we're going to move the capital back to Berlin. Right. And there was a big contract, you know, we're going to move back and pay for these people to move and all this sort of stuff and, and mm-hmm. rebuild the Bundestag and things like that. And one of the conditions of this contract was to build a new underground railway line from, amongst other things, the Kanzleramt mm-hmm. to the Bundestag. Oh, yeah. How far is that apart then? I mean, does it... You're asking me questions. Well, <laughs> I mean, um, but why from the... Well, 
the, the idea was that I think to, to, to avoid traffic, so you know they didn't have to take all the state guests through you know the traffic and the whole uh, road. Maybe also security. So it's maybe interesting yeah. for security, but the, the idea was to extend this line and have it going from the Brandenburg Gate and Hauptbahnhof mm-hmm. and things okay. down to the um, Reichstag building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they opened it this week. Oh really? So, uh, so after about twenty years, they finally opened this stretch of railway. I can sh- show you on the map. Mm-hmm. This is the shortest U-Bahn line in Germany. It's 1.8 kilometers long. Okay, now we know how long it is. Yeah, 1.8. Yeah, but that's from the Hauptbahnhof here. Ah, so okay. So here's the Hauptbahnhof. Goes across the, town, across the town. Mm-hmm. So it's only got three stops. Ah, yeah. <laughs> at the moment. Still amazing. Yeah. So a few of them put in the train in because it's got no overgrounds. Normally, if you took look at a U-Bahn like Frankfurt, mm-hmm. it goes above ground sometimes. Yeah. Somewhere it has to go above ground. Right. The U4 is the only one that doesn't, but it probably joins up with other stuff. This one's got no connections to any of the U-Bahn network as it is at the moment. They want to build them on. They're going to extend it at both ends and right. connect it up. But at the moment it's got no connections anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they eventually got around to opening this short set of a segment of it. So they actually had to open the ground up and, and drop the train in. Yeah, I, there was no other way of getting the train into the tunnel because it doesn't come out anywhere. So he had to Hang put train into a hole. Why, why couldn't he come from the Hauptbahnhof where it all connects? I it mean, doesn't connect at the Hauptbahnhof. It doesn't connect it to doesn't the Hauptbahnhof. It doesn't anything at the moment. It just goes there. So That's right. If, if there are no connecting tracks... So it had to go through a hole in the ground. They dro- I've seen the picture of it coming down on the crane into the tunnel. And there's one train that goes back and forth. So sort of every five minutes. That's unusual. And this whole thing has cost... Yeah, but let's see it. At least 700 million euros. That's a bit of money. And uh, it's been criticised because there's other ways of getting around this bit of Berlin. And there isn't this, this dedicated tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if I read those on at the moment, Hauptbahnhof, Bundestag and Brandenburger Tor, there isn't uh, anything at the Kanzler at the moment. Oh, yeah. um, but this little bit of railway has cost 700 million euros to oh. build and it's taken 20 years to get it done. Well, that's one way to spend your taxpayers' money. Yeah. And I'm sure they must have their reasons. And it's going to be extended. And when they originally planned it, it was going to be extended north to Berlin-Tegel. Mm-hmm. To the airport? Yeah, the one they just closed. They just closed Tegel? Last year. Last oh, year. Because they want to build a new one, and they only got a certain amount of airspace, so they closed Tegel, uh-huh. which is sort of, it used to be world's largest building. Yeah. Inside. No? Right. Um... And they're building, it's called Berlin Brandenburg, Brandenburg. And I think they oh, want okay. to close um, the other one as well. Huh. What's the other one called? Tempelhof. Tempelhof, that's right, yeah. Oh, hang on, have I got this wrong? Is it Tempelhof that closed and Tegel is still open? I think Tegel is still open. I mean, that's just my feeling again. I don't read the which, news. Which, uh, <laughs> which one was the one with the airlift in the 1961? I think that was Tempelhof. Was that Tempelhof? Shall we look it up? Before look we finish. Let's, let's look it up. So we both get a bit smarter. Here we go. Flughafen Berlin Tempelhof. Oh, yeah, right. So Tempelhof is the one that. They, oh, yeah, there's Tempelhof Table Schoenefeld. Mm-hmm. And Tempelhof is the building that uh, was built in. Where's it gone? 19. Yeah, this building is from. Um, let's have 19. Mm-hmm. Entstandene Flughafengebäude 36, Fertigstellung 41. Ja. Ja, so, 
Tempelhof is the one that's closed. I got it wrong. Okay. And if I remember correctly, that this was the, was the train going to be extended to Tegel or the Tempelhof now? Um, Probably to Tegel because Tegel. I got it right. Okay, so they're going to build it further. <laughs> no, the train was going to be extended to Tegel, and that's the point that they're now looking to move all the airport type stuff mm-hmm. in Berlin to one big Berlin Brandenburg International oh, yeah. and of course the plans to build a train to an airport that may be still in operation now so it's Tegel mm-hmm. that they're going to build to but it's Tempelhof that's closed okay okay but yeah so even then you're going to build it out to an airport that might not get be so busy as it was yeah when you planned the line because it took 20 years to build the line yeah probably it took just 5 years to decide to close that airport yeah I mean <laughs> I mean, this is controversial. Tem- I mean, Tempelhof really is controversial because it, it, um, it's such an important building in, in, in German history. Right. With, you know, with the airlift and the yeah, Tempelhof. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. But the, uh, like the size of the building. Maybe it's the size of the cost, too. Of maintaining mm, it. Or I, I, I don't know. It's, um... It's, um... Obviously, for people in that area, you know, it's a big employer. It was a big employer. It's now empty. Mm-hmm. And, and what I think is particularly controversial is that they closed it long before the new ones opened. So the new airport hasn't opened yet, but they've closed off the old one already and, and have moved everything onto the other two. And God knows what, the, you know. Gosh, we have even a bit of politics in that. You know, I remember when Oberursel was just about to close the small supermarket before the big one would open. Mm-hmm. Somebody went around collecting signatures from everybody around the Rosengärtchen and saying, you know, please keep the old one open until yeah. the new, uh, new one opens. And that didn't work out. You, know? you mean the HL? The HL, the old HL, yeah. I remember so trying to. So that shut. It was supposed to shut in it? June. Yeah. And that meant from June, I guess it was 2000... One, two, we, two? 2002, we had the euro already, I remember yeah, two, that. Then it's 2002, okay. 2003. It was supposed to close in June, and mm-hmm. the new one was scheduled to open in December. That mm-hmm. would have left us, I mean, whether it's mothers with young children, re- retired folks, whatever, without any ways of shopping so for groceries. What would have been, I mean, why, why did it have to close? Well, it was not lucrative anymore. And, uh, yeah, I don't understand that kind of, you know, chain marketing It's obviously politics. lucrative enough to put another one in there now with Handok. Well, that's, yeah, but it, it had been empty for quite a few years, too. Remember, maybe they lowered the price? Yeah. I, I don't know. But, I mean, for a, for people nowadays, they want to be able to buy foreign but products look, and not just, you know, if you look eggs and bacon. I mean, We've now got a news agents here again. Yeah, right. I'm very happy about that, too. In the Rosengärtchen bit there? Yeah, because I, I do shop at that now Asian shop, mm-hmm. and I do shop there, about mm-hmm. my daughter's, you know, little magazine there, or whenever I stop by, whenever I go to the Asian shop, I stop there too, yeah. But anyway, but going back to, to, I mean, so we were giving that six months grace period. We mm-hmm. were able to continue shopping at the HL until the new one opened. I mean, yeah. this is just, you know, a common sense and do this for the people. So that, that just makes sense what they did in Berlin. No. Typical German. Well, of typical life? I don't know. It's just a customer service. Truly German. It's truly German. Yeah. <laughs> truly, truly 
un-service friendly. <laughs> I mean, they I fly to Berlin anyway, on the train, but... Uh, uh. I haven't been to Berlin since 1985. Okay. 24 years. You haven't been to East Berlin? No, I, I was in East Berlin at that time. Oh, you were in East Berlin, okay. And I went through Checkpoint Charlie and I bought my East German marks and I did everything that you're supposed to do and I tried to buy something to eat and I waited in a little grocery shop with a line extending out on the sidewalk. Yeah, I did all that. Ah, one of those shops. Mm-hmm. So. You know the joke about these shops? No. Um... Well, it doesn't work in English so well. It's, it's about the <laughs> about the general supermarket sort of thing. And mm-hmm. West German goes into an East German supermarket in TDR times mm-hmm. and says, um, "Gibt's denn hier keine Hosen?" Keine was? Hosen. Hosen. Gibt's denn hier keine Hosen? Yeah. And the answer is, "Nee, hier gibt's kein Brot. Keine Hosen ist oben." Ach Gott. Ach ja, I understand that now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember standing in line there waiting for, you know, basically, sorry, Hamvenish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I wanted to buy. Whether it was a lighter or, 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 or a pen or, I don't know. Hamvenish, Hamvenish, Hamvenish. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was Truly German, episode two. Mm hmm. Write to us, tell us what you think, either on Twitter or the blog or well, anywhere basically. Anywhere nowadays. <laughs> it has to be email, it has to be email, and accept email as well. <laughs> and let us know, and we will be back in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. We will have a look at our calendar in a minute. Okay. I think, um, might be three weeks. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Truly German is a podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Responsible for the content is Graham Tappenden in 61440, Oberursel, Germany.